What's up? I'm super excited to introduce you to Rebel and Create's Craft of Fatherhood podcast. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Rebel and Create are words I live by. I believe fathers need to rebel against the status quo of low expectations and create a life mastering the craft of fatherhood. Our role as fathers is far more important than our culture is letting on. There is no one to blame, but the opportunity to take responsibility is on us. It's time we own who we are, own the opportunity of our fatherhood role. I want fathers to discover who they are. They are powerful leaders who are making an impact on future generations. The question is, what kind of impact are you creating? This Rebel and Create podcast will be around 10 minutes digging into questions sent to me by fathers, as well as reviewing Monday's Fatherhood Field Notes podcast. The goal is to dig into the role, purpose, and identity of the father. Thanks for checking it out, and please email your fatherhood questions to ned at rebelandcreate.com. All right, today's question, one I continue to struggle with, is how do I find the energy to choose my kiddos when I am worn out? Man, I have struggled with this, and it is a frustrating one. Um, You know, I hate it when I suck for my kids. You probably heard me say it, but I'm in sales, and I've been doing it my whole life as a career. And I'll put so much energy into getting a sale. I mean, it could take me three months, it could take me seven years, and I'll put all this energy, you know, perfecting my pitch, perfecting my presentation. Say I'm going on a sale. It's like I finally am gonna get this. I'll I'll pick up the cookies, I'll pick up the donuts, I I'll show up on point, I'll get myself amped up, go in and I may or may not get it. It may or may not work out. But what I have found is there's days where I give all of my energy to somebody else and maybe I get the deal and maybe I don't but I'll come home totally empty and have maybe got told no that day or maybe had a frustrating day and all my energy's gone and I come home and did I blow up at anybody at work did I blow up on that person who told me no no I might blow up on my kid or my spouse and then feel like a terrible dad afterwards Uh, In episode 47 of Fatherhood Field Notes with John Strzelecki, we talked a lot about this, and he talked about us giving our best energy to clients or colleagues, and then coming home and getting mad for no real good reason, you know, like something you wouldn't normally get mad about, or maybe something your kids are doing, jumping around, running around the house, and normally you join them or be goofy with them, but for whatever reason, it just like sets you off. And he made this statement, which I thought was super powerful. And it was, we know the people we love will forgive us, but that doesn't mean we should keep asking them to prove that they do. And I thought, man, that's so good. Like, I don't want to do that to my family. I don't want to do that to my kids, knowing that they're going to be there tomorrow. So if I don't give them my best, they'll still be there. And now don't get me wrong. I think there are going to be days where you need to be in tune that you had a really rough day and be open and honest with your family about that. But we have to be careful that we don't have a lot of those days and that we're this unstable person because unstable person, right? Because you and I are creating a culture in our home, a culture of, okay, you know, is our dad trustworthy? Does our dad bring joy and peace in the home? Or do we need to be careful? Oh, he had a bad day. Be careful. Watch out what you say. Don't go around dad today. I don't want to create fear in my, in my kiddos. So I have a few things that have worked for me and a few ideas uh, to help with this, making sure that you still have energy for your kids. Okay. The first is schedule. 
I'm learning to live by schedule. Now, I think for some, schedule can feel uh, very unpersonable, but if you don't have a schedule and you don't kind of have a plan for the day, the day is going to dictate what you do. Now, I do think that when you create a schedule, you also need to know what's most important to you so that if your schedule is thrown off some days, it doesn't throw your whole day off. You can't go into your day thinking that you're going to control the whole thing, but you can go into it with a plan and then be flexible as you go through your day with your plan. But if you don't have a plan, uh, you're probably going to be living in a stress-filled environment. The reason why I say schedule is important is because you can put on your schedule, okay, at four o'clock, I'm going to transition from work mode to dad mode. At 3.30, I'm going to go on a walk before I leave the office or before I leave work to get my mind right to go home and be the best dad. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to listen to this song. Uh, At 5 o'clock, it's family time. I am no longer work Ned. I am father, husband, family Ned. To create the schedule, you want to put in the most important meetings the most important things on your calendar, not just not, Oh, I have an appointment with Susie. So I need to make sure that's in there. And you know, you totally guard that time for this random appointment. What about your kids? What about your spouse? Those are the most critical appointments, those with yourself. So create a schedule. And even if that's okay, I'm going to schedule, I'm going to take my kid out to breakfast or I'm going to take my kid to the park, or I'm going to do this or that, like whatever's important to you, put it on the schedule to go along with the idea of schedule calendar. Okay, so we're kind of talking about creating a schedule. Having a calendar is critical. I mean, I really feel that when I started to intentionally have family trips, it was put it on the calendar. Okay, so you just say this summer, we're going to go on a trip. Let's schedule this out. It doesn't matter where it is, camping down the road, camping at the beach. It could be whatever. Get it on the calendar. So whatever the most important things are, Put those on the calendar, request the time off and make that happen because, hey, we're going to work for our families, but going to work for our families isn't just to put food on the table. Providing is not limited to just food and shelter. Providing is providing time, providing space for you and for your family. Uh, Ritual. Okay, this next one is ritual have rituals. I kind of made mention to it before, but do you work out before you go home? Do you go for a walk? Do you listen to a song? There was a season of life where I would have an alarm go off on my phone, which was about the time I would be driving home. And the alarm was connected to my Spotify, which would play like ACDC or Blink-182 or something that put me in a state of fun, Ned, not just thinking about my work day. And so I think music is super helpful. That's a great ritual. Um, In episode 22 of Fatherhood Field Notes with Larry Davis, he had this really cool thing he talked about where when he got home from work, he actually had a hook that he would hang his bag on. And it was like this this reminder to him, okay, work will be here tomorrow. Don't bring this into the house. I'm going to hang this up and then I'll get it tomorrow when I go to work. And I think it's just such a great mental reminder that, hey, this is who I am now. I don't need to bring in what was before into this now. Uh, The other thing that he said he would automatically do is go straight up to his bedroom and change his clothes. And it was this uh, reminder like, okay, I have how I dress for work. 
And then now I put on my uniform for family. And, and I think as dudes, we kind of like having routines and rituals. And so having that routine of, okay, I'm setting this aside. I'm compartmentalizing. This was my work time. And now this is my family time. And I think that that will give you some energy. Another thing, which is a little crazy, um, I don't remember which episode it was, but with Skylar Lewis, we talked about tracking, okay? Uh, Tracking your life, like we'll track our golf game, we'll track our workouts, we'll track things to see our progress. Well, one of the things you could track, and, and I've done this at different seasons, is track my energy. So like my energy level, so when I wake up in the morning, what am I at? Am I at a 10? And you'll create your own baseline. Am I at a 10? Awesome. I'm at a 10. I'm going to have a killer day. Am I at a seven? Well, why? Maybe I didn't get enough sleep. Maybe I had an argument with my wife. Like I can see where I'm at. And then at the end of the day, what's my energy? So around 4, 35 o'clock. Okay. Am I at a two? Am I going home with only two left in the gas tank? Or am I at a four or five? So start to pay attention. How much energy am I giving at work? Now, I'm not saying don't give... Don't give a good job or don't do do well at your job, but you can't give away all your energy. You have to reserve some for those that are in your care, for those that you care about most. So pay attention. And I think with that in mind is when you're giving your best, how much are you tying your personal mental care to that. So for me to go give my best at work, am I letting certain things affect me to such a degree that I'm carrying them home with me? I need to be in tune with why. Are they things that I can let go of? Am I in a toxic situation? Do I need to change something? So those are a few a few uh, helpful tools for you. I think also just have grace for yourself, man. Like have grace for yourself. At the end of the day, go to bed you can think about your day, um, celebrate the victories, and then learn from the failures, and then next day, work on those things. When you celebrate your victories, you'll be reminded that, hey, you are a rad dude, and you do have a ton of potential. You got this. And then from our failures, as long as we're learning from them, they're not failures. All right, real quick, let's just recap Monday's podcast uh, with author and speaker Thomas Blackwell. This dude lights me up. His book, The Liberty of Our Language, has me so in tune with my words. I've already passed this book on to four or five people. Everybody who's started reading it has just been in love with it. Um, I haven't corrected all of my language, but that doesn't just mean my cursing. Uh, it's also how do I speak to my kids? How do I speak to my wife? How do I speak to myself? You know, what are the words that I use? But now, in reading Thomas's book and thinking about his podcast, I'm aware, I'm so much more aware of my words and this is huge. It has really opened up my mind to pay attention to what I'm saying and thinking and asking myself, you know, does this language build a, the culture that I want? Uh, one of the things that Thomas talked about in the podcast that I'm continuing to pay attention to is that I'm the leader of my home and as the leader and father of my home, I'm responsible for the culture. Now, culture is kind of a spoken or unspoken way that things are. How do we operate? How do we do things in our home? Either way, we are the ones building it and I wanna be the father that is creating the culture by design, being in tune with who my family is. Now, this is a great episode. Make sure to check it out. Uh, You may not like all that Thomas says, but he will get you thinking about your language and the life that you are creating. Us fathers have a big responsibility and role. I believe that if we embrace that role, the fulfillment 
we will experience in life will be extremely rich. So make sure to check out the episode from Monday with Thomas Blackwell. If you feel as though your language to yourself, your kids, your spouse could be improved upon, the conversation I had with Thomas is really going to get you thinking about that and more aware of it on a day-to-day. So, hey, I want to say thank you to all you dads out there listening to Rebel and Creates Craft of Fatherhood podcast. What you do matters. Don't be like everybody else. Be yourself. That is who your kids, spouse, and community needs. This is your guide, Ned Shout. Together, let's continue to rebel against the view that fatherhood has little impact and create lives engaged in the craft of fatherhood. If you have a question about fatherhood that you want to throw at me to discuss, please email me, ned at rebelandcreate.com. And I look forward to hanging out with you next time. Again, write a review, share this if you have a friend that you think this will be helpful for. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, so you can be in tune with all that Rebel and Create is up to.